Actually, no. Yeah, let's let's do this dry. You ready to do this dry? <laughs> I've done it dry before, sir. We've done it dry. Spit, a little spit helps. Okay. All right, guys. Uh, just to uh, let you know, we are uh, we're bringing you some important information, some breaking news. Actually, I'm not sure this is breaking news. This has been out for a while. We've told you about it before. We're going to hit it again. You need to check out Mott and Bo for your handcrafted premium denim jeans. Great look, great feel, extreme. Com- Jared, I am a comfortable jeans. I wear jeans all the time. My entire life is lived in jeans. I need comfortable. You don't know jeans. how happy I was a few years ago when my work life went from wearing slacks and dress shoes every day to allow me to wear jeans at a job. It's so so much better. Mm-hmm. But I was thinking when we were growing up. Designer jeans meant an entire different thing. Well, okay, yeah, exactly. Designer jeans meant uh, usually pasted on, first of all, but not high waist, super yeah, high oh, waist. Oh, super. For women. Well, see, that's the thing. Now they're low and slim, and I can do some low and slim. I'm not doing. I'm not doing skinny jeans. I can't. I can't do the whole. No. no. But I can do low and slim. And Martin Bow's hooking us up with that feel. It's comfortable despite the fact that it's a it's a slimming. It's a slimming look, right? right? Do you remember like the Jinkos and stuff back in the day? Oh my god, I was thinking about that today because we're going to talk '90s today. Jinkos in the '90s were yeah. a phenomenon, and I did not partake. I could not pull that look Dude, off. I, look at me. Look how pasty this is. I mean, at least you knew you had hip hop credentials. Like you knew your hip hop and stuff back in the day. Like this guy, this guy right no. here. No, 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 no. This guy couldn't rock Jinkos. No, no Jinkos. Mott and Bo. All right, so get yourself some of these handcrafted jeans. If you go to mottandbow.com, it's M O T T A N D B O w.com you'll get uh, you'll get your 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 jeans 20% off if you use the, the promo code soccer right right we, we talked about this no uh, no ugly back stitching on the on the pockets uh, they make them jean they make the jeans themselves in their own factory they're not outsourcing this junk it, it's mountain bow through and through uh, and they give you a da- the chance to try them at home Jared that's a key yeah, if they don't fit right, you send them back, and you get something else to, that works better for you. Um, and it's, it's funny, I, I got a uh, I got a random uh, pair of jeans from someone the other day, totally didn't fit me right, yeah. and I was like, why didn't I just go get my own online? There you go. I, it, I can't trust anyone to buy stuff for me anymore. No. You just got to go online and do stuff your own way. No, days. and here's the thing. Online is usually scary because you don't get to try it out. These you can try out. M-O-T-T-A-N-D-B-O-W dot com. Use the promo code SOCCER. Get 20% off your kick-ass jeans. You sure you're ready for this? I'll do my best. Your best? Losers always whine about their best. Winners go home and f*** the prom queen. Welcome to the best soccer show. The best soccer show in the whole world. Here we go, best soccer show on a Thursday. No, Wednesday. My days are all screwed up. It is Wednesday. It's almost Thursday for you. It is almost Thursday. We are 45 minutes away from Thursday. I still would have called it Wednesday. I'm a sleeping, I'm a waking period is the same day adherent, Jared. I'm not calling it Thursday just because the clock is ticked over to midnight. It's still Wednesday because I've been up. Right? Yeah, I think I do that too. Unless it unless it benefits my argument somehow. Benefits your argument. <laughs> unless you need to be pedantic and you need to Yeah, if really... for some reason like what are you talking about? It's it's Friday, <laughs> fool. Right. Uh we are not live. We're recording here on a Wednesday night. Uh hopefully you're going to enjoy this program. Lots to cover here. We've got Well, uh, you're you're, you're kind of live. We should throw it out there that people need to be following Jason Davis on Twitter because there is a periscope running right now is. on your end. So yeah. apparently you never know what's going to happen on the best soccer uh, show. Uh, so uh, be following my man Davis J as Apparently 21 people are watching me talk to you. They cannot hear you, but they can hear me and they oh. are 
watching me drink wine. Uh, no, yeah, but look 19. what you're drinking out of. You're drinking. Out, I, okay, this is okay. This is where I'm going to get really super nerdy on you. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Jared talking wine. Here we For go. For a millennia. The people have figured out the right way to drink wine, and some for, for some reason in the last ten years we managed to f it all up in America by doing stemless glassware. Here's like here's, that. here's why I own stemless glassware. I have a seven year old kid. I'm a single dad. I live. I'm a single dude. I don't need fancy f- pants glasses. Okay, it's not about you're, being fancy. It's about drinking the you're, wine correctly. You're, you're the heat from your hand is affecting I, I the know. wine. I know. You're lucky. You're very lucky that I'm even drinking it out of any sort of wine apparatus. <laughs> not, I, that is not like a plastic cup. Man, I got a I got a blue and red plastic that look like you know look like your solo cups. I got some of those in the kitchen. I've drank wine out those some bitches before. Don't think I haven't. It's happened. Okay, and it probably <laughs> so will happen. You decide to romance yourself a little bit. Yeah, tonight I've got the actual wine apparatus. Is this Pablo Mauer? You Pablo Mauer's calling it. Hey, Pablo, what's going on, man? How's it going, guys? We're we're having a good time. It's late. Uh, I'm drinking wine. Jared's criticizing my glass selection. So yeah, it's fun. I've had a few uh, whiskey and iced teas myself. It's my uh, like my spring beverage of choice. Wait, wait, whiskey and iced tea together? That sounds. Is that what you're saying? So it sounds like back porch. And iced tea so you drinking back porch. In, in the summer, you transition into whiskey, iced tea, and lemonade. Oh, oh, okay. I see what you're saying. Okay. Ah, interesting. All right. Everyone's got their summer drink. I got the Rhodey Rita. Uh, look, I'm, I'm nor. If I can, if I could, like, if I could make an old fashioned for myself, I would. I mean, I can. I don't. If I wanted to go through the effort, I'd have an old fashioned. But I don't have one because I'm not going through that effort. I, I'm glad we got Pablo <laughs> Mauer on right now because. We were going to lead off talking a little bit in 1996. The MLS was put their first game ever out on the stream today. I thought it was kind of a cool thing to do, to be honest with you. I found myself watching it because and, and, I watched the original game back in the day. Pablo, I know you got old school creds. Do you have 96 cred? I do have 96 cred. You know what? I, I, so I lived in Spain in like 92 and 93 and uh, came back at the beginning of 94. was obsessed, obviously, with the World Cup. Um, watched in 96, so I followed MLS in 96 and 97, and I sort of like, I'd say I tuned out for about five years. <laughs> I came back, came back in like 2003, so there, there were some lean times, you know, but I, but I do have some 96 credit. I mean, I don't own 96 gear, you know, but, uh, but I will say it's, it's particularly impressive that I have 96 credit because <clears throat> I live in Nashville, Tennessee, which is just in 1996, that's like a oh. soccer island. You know, I mean, just nothing out there. Wait a second. So you got a closet full of diplomats gear, and you got no '96 DC United gear? <laughs> no, no. I've uh, I have no DC United. Actually, hey, but, he's uh, he's a journalist these have, days. Uh, he's got to be unbiased reporter. He can't have right, he can't hash, rock hash the gear. Journalist, journalist. Yeah. yeah, yeah, absolutely. I, MLS bot. So I was calling in to see what you guys thought of this whole. Uh, the DC United sort of supporters uproar. Forgive me if you've already talked. You know, no, talked we we haven't. In fact, I I don't know how much Jared knows. Obviously, Pablo, you know that I talked about this on SiriusXM. Pablo and Charlie Bohm have a piece at DCS Jared about a, a supporter, a supporters group member who got banned for a year from from uh, RFK Stadium and for the rest of the year from every other MLS venue for lighting Is this a, something to have an outside or something like yeah, that. Yeah, lighting now? a smoke bomb outside of the stadium. Now, I think Pablo's got some extra detail on the the legality of said smoke bomb, but I got a call in the middle of my Sirius XM show after I brought this up because my issue was 
Here we go again with the league using images of something that they ban fans for to sell the league, right? So how many times have you seen those commercials, those pictures? Football MLS, the, the Spanish language account for MLS, just did it like a couple of days before Pablo wrote this story. Right, well, this is kind of weird ground, though, now, Jason, because there are some teams that have approved pyrotechnics sure. and stuff like that yeah. and smoke yeah. stuff going on. Now, Chicago Fire, they did it for years and didn't have permission to, and they sold Chicago Fire images from stands with smoke bombs like that for quite some time. Flares, yeah. So mm-hmm. there are some issues in the league where it is not approved. No, of course. They still, right. set, they still well, so, market so, it that way. Like but Pablo, can like, you fill just, people in maybe if they don't know the story a little bit about this one? Yeah, I mean, just to t- quickly touch on what Jared just said, I, I think... Um, and, and I actually had a conversation with somebody from DC United where I made the same point. You know, it is true. DC United, for example, to just to single them out, they haven't used any imagery with smoke in it since I went to the beginning of last year. And I was told that that, that you know, ad they put out that had smoke in it just sort of slipped to the cracks, right? Um, <laughs> you know, what I, what I explained <laughs> to that person was, yeah, right, I know. Uh, what I explained to that person was, you know, because of the single entity, because of all this stuff, the perception for a lot of people of DC United and Major League Soccer is that they're pretty much the same thing. I mean, obviously, right. I understand that DC is a club, MLS is a league, but you know, they're, they're so sort of embedded and uh, intertwined with each other that it's difficult for fans to just make that distinction. You know, um, I, you know, me personally, I I think the whole thing is ridiculous. I you know, I, uh, I certainly think the supporters knew what they were doing. I think they knew that, uh, you know, it was they were violating uh, the code of conduct. Conduct. I think they probably knew that <clears throat> at the end of the day it might be considered illegal in D.C. But you know, I jaywalk every day, right? That doesn't mean that I should get locked up in jail for a year. Right. I jaywalked. Right. You know, I mean, I think this is a punishment. Doesn't fit the crimes for this thing to me. You know, letter of the law is, and this is this is uh, you know, obviously this is about the 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 relationship between the club and the supporters and um you know the fact that even if you forget about the advertising imagery jared you have a situation where mls and and dc united supporter culture goes back to the very beginning one of the few teams where that's absolutely the truth but but the league benefited so much from the rise of this supporters culture has created um a vibrancy and and an engagement with a younger group of of fans and potential fans where does it stop though jason where does it stop because if you're an underage, if you're 20 year old wearing a DC United uniform and you're fa- found caught in- drinking off site, are you banned? Where does it end? Is it because it's a smoke bomb and that's well, associated I mean, you know what? I can, with I the can, sport? I can make the point. Drinking supported with so Jason, drinking's uh, associated that, with the sport. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a circle that, for example, the league continues to at least somewhat ignore the the buto chant and you know nobody right. gets banned for that and right. then you set off a smoke bomb and you're banned for a year i mean i think there's just much bigger problems that that mls or the clubs at an individual level could focus on you know i just think it's completely high i totally see jared's point right it's a slippery slope you give this guy a slap on the wrist you know but but i think in particular dc united who have let's be honest uh you know, they're having trouble getting people out to the stadium in the first place. They're, uh, you know, they're, they're a team that's, that's had a perception issue for a while. I just can't understand why they would do this. 
I don't know. Just me. No, I, I, I'm with you, Pablo. I think there's a couple of different areas to to take this part of this this story apart. One is the relationship between the fans and the club and the heavy handedness of this, and the other is the higher level again the advertising elements. And and as you said, maybe this isn't DC United using these images anymore, but the league continues to do so. And you're not going to convince me that just because the marketing department is, department is down the hall behind a different door, they the league should get a pass on that. I mean that that's sort of why I laughed when you said that the one, the one image they used slipped through the cracks. What there's there's no connection at all between the people who deal with the the, the supporters and 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 that side of the operation and the people who sell the club. Well, there should be there at least should well, be some oversight. What's, what's DC's punishment? DC United's punishment for making one mistake using smoke? That's they a good question. Mistake, that's a, and they marketed the, the user. What's their punishment for? Messing up and doing something that the league doesn't approve of. Now, you know, just to well, be, you know, what, I'm, what I'm really yeah. curious about here, and this maybe gets a little inside baseball but we all love that sort of stuff, is, you know, I, I talked to Lindsay um, yesterday and she made the point that the one year ban was a league's policy that the team is just enforcing. And I want more information on that. I mean, to me, uh, you know, certainly she, uh, I, I, there's a chance that she's uh, just relaying information that's correct, but it just sounds like such PR speak to me that DC can hide behind the league guidelines. You know what I mean? I, I I'm not sure I'm buying that. So um, I'm told to say, you know, the team, team's going to have an official statement on this tomorrow. Uh, you know, and we'll see what that says, but I, I just, you know, I, I'm not really buying a lot of stuff. These days, so I don't know. Yeah. Yeah. You know, well, um, Pablo, if, if DC doesn't fix their fan culture issues that they're presenting and the league doesn't work on it, the next abandoned photos you're taking is going to be of RFA, RFK Stadium well, during DC United. I, I, you know, I, that's just that's just not true, though. I told myself that, but I've covered the team since 2010 or 2011, I should say. <laughs> and, you know, I, I understand the financial realities of DC United. I do. But I also understand that I, I am continually amazed at how much their fans put up with. Yeah. I just, I every yeah. year, I think to myself, Oh, well, you know, for, here's a good example. I, I, I had the thought to myself, well, you know, they'll get this new stadium in 2018 or 2019, but they have to put at least a somewhat attractive product on the field until then, because if they don't, they're going to alienate a bunch of people. Well, you know what? They, they pretty much don't, and their attendance is pretty much stabilized in this sort of fourteen to 15,000. Yeah. It, well, I mean, but that, that's the thing, though. That's why frustrating. And I know, look, that you got to wait. When the new stadium gets built, that changes the game in D.C. And I, I think that, you know, you get a little bit more excitement in the, in the market or in the town for D.C. United Soccer. And we're talking about uh, how big is that stadium going to be, Paulo? Is it going to be about 20? It's going to be it's going to be twenty thousand people going absolutely bonkers every uh, every weekend, and maybe that that prompts the club to spend some more money and do something on the field. But as you said, it's sort of frustrating because I know look, RFK is a dump. They don't use the upper deck anymore. It's going to top out at twenty two or whatever it is. But when the loud side is full and those the, the La Barra Brava and 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 Screaming Eagles and all of these groups are going nuts, that is still one of the best atmospheres in MLS, and it feels like they're selling themselves short while they sit I, here I, and twiddle I, their I thumbs. Agree. I, I agree. I think I've thought for a long time that they should the team. You know, this is just my personal opinion. Like, I think the team should embrace the stadium for what it is. Yeah. I think the team should say, "Yes, this is a shithole." You know what I mean? But it's. It's rife with the soccer hits. It is literally, this is not an exaggeration. It's the most storied soccer venue in the United States. You know, yeah. um, yeah. that's still I feel standing. I like yeah. the team is sort of missing an opportunity to embrace that, and that might bring 
some other people in. Again, just my opinion. Yep. Yeah. Uh, Pablo Maurer from uh, from Open Wide for some soccer, MLSsoccer.com, the DCist, uh, the, all the abandoned stuff. He's not just a soccer guy. At MLSist. <laughs> He's got a Corvette. By the way, how's the, how's the vet doing? Oh, yeah. Days? How's the fender, man? Uh, it's it's totaled. Oh. I'm going to I'm going to look at a new one this weekend. We'll <laughs> of course you are, Pablo Maurer. Pablo, I yeah. uh, love it, man. We need to we need to get together soon. I need to talk to you uh, in person. All right, see you, Pablo. Appreciate the call, man. All right, All right there guys. Guys. Pablo Maurer calling in. I love that. Um, I put the phone number out. We had somebody call in while Pablo was on the line. It couldn't get to them. We'll continue to try to do that. That's a good thing to get out of the way to check that box, Jerry, because I did want to talk about that. Let me bring us back and let me say hi to all the people on Periscope again who have been putting up with lots of silence on my end. Well, and not just. Yeah, but the, the the amount of camera movement you're doing is way too much for that. What? Periscope I don't screen. think so. This is exactly what I'm supposed to be doing. I don't want it to be a static image. You can't just be you're me. Making people throw up. Probably. No, I'm not. And plus, what are they it's doing? Like, watch it. Have you seen that new movie that's coming out? I can't think. Of it. It's yes. all shot with like a. We GoPro. have to. We have to talk about this movie. Okay, Hardcore Henry is the name of this movie. It, I watched a preview in a theater, and Jason, I've never been more unhappy for four <laughs> minutes, five minutes in my life. So you nearly threw up. It's terrible. Okay. It, it, there's no way that could be comfortable for two hours. No, probably not. But I give them a tons of credit for having the balls to make that movie. And you know who's behind, who's in that movie, who's part of that movie, who's a major creative force? He wasn't the director. I'm not the, sure who. The guy who played Murdoch in the A-Team, who also no way. made District 9. Yeah, that guy, the South African guy. I he can't made, remember. The, he made District 9? He Murdoch made, made District 9? Yes, Murdoch made District 9. No, I feel like you're telling me something just to see what my no, reaction is no, right now. No, That's true? No, that is absolutely. Look it up. Up, dude, I'm making this up. I just listened to a Nerdist interview with him where he goes off about how Did he drive the copter or like the choppers in the in, the, in the movie. I don't know, but apparently they filmed all of Hardcore Henry in Russia. Basically, no laws dictating safety at all. These guys were just doing crazy ass crap all over the place with the GoPro, and and that's yeah. I, there's some crazy stuff on the train. I'm doing it wrong. The stunts look amazing, but it looks like it's one long action sequence with no plot and no tripods. Uh, well, apparently there's a plot of some kind. We'll, we'll see. It, it you know obviously it's gonna appear. And maybe I'll ask the people on Periscope and, and we'll check with the people uh, who listen to the show who are under the age of 30, because I think that might be the, cr- the cutoff. Oh, yeah. It, you've, you played a ton of first person shooters. This might be right up your alley. You may be willing to, to endure this for two hours, right? I, maybe, man, but I, I just, I, man, I can't do it. I okay. can't do it. I, I, I looked at my wife and said, there's no way in hell we're going. No to hardcore Henry for Jared Dubois. Um, all right. The other thing I want to ask you before we get back into some soccer stuff is we, we have to do a review of the Figgis Detective Agency in the first episode of Archer Season 7. So you, you got to give me your thoughts here. A lot of setup, which yes. is obvious that that was going to happen. But I, I put it on Twitter the other day, and I'm just going to cop to it, okay? i got a thing for Pam. <laughs> do you follow the, 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 the actress who does her voice? I do. I don't, I don't know, know if I do. I, yeah. I know who she looks like. I know who she is, but I don't know if I follow her on. on, on, on they're all on, on so. Twitter. So many of them, not you know, obviously not Aisha Tyler or John uh, H. John Benjamin, but some of them are based in Atlanta. So I actually was yeah, a, she is. You, you want a great a great story? I was uh, I was in Atlanta with my girl. I don't know a couple months ago. She was there for business. It was a weekend. I went along, just tagged along, got a free. Uh, well, you know, stayed in her hotel room on the government's dime, blah, blah, blah. Nice. So it's Saturday night. First of all, it's raining and cold in Atlanta. It was a crappy weekend to be in Atlanta. But it's Saturday night. We didn't really have anything to do. We were kind of staying out by the airport. We want to get into town. I'm like, oh, I hear, I've heard about this comedy troupe, this, this theater, Dad's Garage, I think is what they're called, because of, uh-huh. because of the, the, the people who do the Archer voices. They're, that's where they, 
they do their 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 um uh, improv and stuff and i was like oh i'm gonna buy tickets it's gonna be great they had just moved to this new venue they had bought this old baptist church and like remade it into a uh, a, a venue for their for their comedy shows, and I was like, "This is going to be great." And I went online. That's the only really good use for a church. And I went online and I bought. That's not okay. See, this is the problem with having the phone in my hand. I have this. Jay um, the so so I buy the tickets and we go. It's pouring down rain. Okay, we we get the Uber. And we go down to the to the to the uh, to the church where they had just moved into. We walk. It's packed, packed, and they're giving away free drinks. So they, it was like the second weekend they were there or something. I'm like, this is going to be great. And, and then we go up and we will call and, and I say my name and she goes, Oh, you bought tickets for next weekend. No, like, I don't live in Atlanta. I'm going to have to get a refund on that, please. They were nice oh, enough to give me a refund. Rough, but, but yeah, what happened was they were sold out and it automatically populated the next weekend. And I was like, Oh crap. Because, uh, one of the guys from, uh, uh, whose line is in, is it anyway was going to be there. Colin Mockery. You know, Colin Mockery. Yeah, call him okay, Mark, he yeah. was going to be there anyway. All right, so uh, so you have a thing for Pam, but do you have a thing for that show in that setting? I, I don't know; it hasn't developed itself much yet. I, I like this. I like the the California setup. I think it's going to be fun. Um, I reserve judgment for a few more episodes, see how it's going out. But I was entertained by the first one. Okay, I and thought was that it was Patton Oswalt doing the voice of the it creepy. It was. Dude? It was Patton Oswalt doing the voice of the creepy dude. I was like, wait a second, hasn't he been in this show before? I thought he had. I think they can, you know, obviously they can bring him back around. I think they um, used David Cross. Oh, no, David Cross had one character he's been in multiple episodes. I think that's the Cuban one where the, yeah, the honey yeah, pie episode. The honey pot. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I, I think it's going to be, we'll, we'll see. I mean, uh, Cyril running, the, having his name on the, on the, um, on the shingle is interesting. Uh, I, who, who knows? Maybe one day we'll do a show where we, all we do is talk about this kind of stuff. Maybe. Maybe we will. Maybe we'll have a show about this stuff. Uh, exactly. I'm sort of over Cheryl. Like, I feel like they need to do something yeah. with Cheryl. Yeah, I think that's why I'm attracted to Pam. <laughs> there you go. Um, it's Jerry Damn, Dubois. dog. That's in a pro. All right, let's, be, let's get back to the soccer. I have no idea how, how long we've been going. I think it's about 20 minutes. A little ways. Uh, let's, let's dive into some of these topics uh, that came up uh, over the weekend. I mean, I could sit here and hand out, hand out a couple uh, of little babies. I could certainly do that for one Breck and Shea who lit up. Um, the Portland I love that, that that clip is everything that is Breck Shea in one minute because he trips over the ball, makes a recovery, does a nice little chip pass, and finishes with a with an amazing finish. Yeah, but is like that is like just classic Breck Shea in a nutshell. Yeah, yeah, I, and he's know, rocking like a half man bun, half ponytail kind of thing that you see Zlatan kind of rock. Yeah. By the way, uh, he uh, he picked up a yellow card in that game. It has now been elevated to a red card, and he will sit out their game against Philadelphia coming up mm. on well, the weekend. I mean, as if there weren't enough red cards. Well, that's going to lead uh, that, I, and we'll, maybe we'll touch on some of these games. You know, we don't have to go game by game here, uh, but we can certainly talk about the red cards and the and the way that them that MLS and Pro and the referees are officiating these games now are choosing to crack down on stuff i mean look i read will parchman did a full breakdown of each individual card and talked about the reasons behind this he lay he lays this squarely at the feet of the players and Wait, guess what? you're telling me will parchment went long form on something that was very nuanced <laughs> uh i am on i'm on the side of will parchment i think this is on the players i don't think this is on the referees nah, I, will look, is great stuff but he's really good when he goes long form like I, that. I know that the referees don't have a good rep rep in mls okay we know that they're not but they're, but here's the thing joe jason Here's probably something that people have asked for for a decade from MLS refs. What's At that? least they're consistent. 
<laughs> okay, I suppose. No, honestly, honestly, right. I, they said last year that they were going to crack down on tackles, right? Yes, I believe they did. Yes, I believe and they you're did. seeing a consistent implementation mm-hmm. of that interpretation of now, the law. Now, clearly, the issue for people is that these are these calls are changing games. And when you're the New England Revolution, I'm sorry, uh, the New York Red Bulls against the Revolution, or your um, uh, Vancouver against LA, or whatever, that the, these these red cards are changing games, which could impact you know where you finish. And if you finish two points out of the playoff spots, you'll be pretty fine. Pissed. And I get that, but that's absolving players from the responsibility to read the game and read the way this league is going. Everybody knows what a red card is right now in this league. Well, that's I think they don't though, and, and really? I, but I'm okay with that. Here's the thing: I I think they know when you there's a you know this there's a difference between being told something it being in writing there being a message sent pro and MLS say hey guys we're gonna crack down you can't do this can't do that you know a little bit late two feet you you, you get you, you rake your studs across somebody's ankle we're pulling a card we're pulling a red maybe you can tell people that you can tell players that but until they get stung until they get smacked on the ass by the referee when they're on the field and they do something that two years ago they got away with or five years ago they got away with they're not going to change their behavior Jared they're not going to learn it's all it's all in that moment right it's instinct and if you and don't that's the, maybe that's the exact reason why the refs have to do this exactly no, I'm notice. with you I, I, and in fact and, and this is what I t- I'm going to tell people if if they bitch and complain about the red cards, if it's your team and you're upset and you think it might impact your playoffs p- position, okay, whatever. It's part of life. You're allowed to do that. You're as a f- soccer fan, you're allowed to bitch and complain. But if this, if you cannot see the bigger picture here, that the goal is to get to a, a better, happier, prettier, a brighter day of MLS. If you can't see that, then I don't know what I can do for you. Because this is a definition of insanity argument right here, because. It's doing the same thing over and over again. These players expecting a different result. You do this, you get a card. Granted, you may not like the way the refs in MLS are choosing to interpret this, but it's fair warning. Mm-hmm. It's fair game. And I, in any job, you are expected to understand the rules and the regulations of your job and the interpretations that your boss has of them. And if they make that clear to you, it's your responsibility to follow through and make sure they're followed. Yeah. Uh, by so the way, how is this any different? This is a job for these guys. By the way, uh, article at uh, MLSsoccer.com by Sam Steiskel, and there's a, there's, I've seen this a couple other places. The, the numbers aren't completely out of whack. Danger zone! It's not like they're on pace. They're, okay, they're on pace from a lot, for a lot more red cards than last year. Last year, it's about think, what, a dozen right now so far? There's 16 in 40, 16? in 42 games. There were, Is that including Breck Shays? I don't think so. I don't think that counts because we're talking about on the field sending offs. Sendings off. That's like passers-by, right? Sendings yeah, off. like that. Or like right. hung and hang. <laughs> Is that a word you use a lot? Uh, 42. It's where ladies around me. 42 games last year, 14 red cards. So a slightly lower pace. Now, in, in 2013... Three red cards through thirty through forty two games. And if so, I remember correctly, that's the year where we lost. No, that was two thousand eleven. Uh, Javi, oh, two thousand eleven. Yeah, it's been a while. You're getting old, dude. The time's going fast. Oh man, that is going fast. Yeah, then. yeah. So I'm looking at these numbers, Sam. Again, Sam put these up here. They're, they're not completely out of whack with last year. They're not completely out of whack with some of the more some of the historical. I mean, look, you know, in two thousand in nineteen ninety seven, 
uh, or sorry, 1998, there were 23 red cards through 43 games. Now, less teams, more contentiousness, uh, an uglier league. And that's the thing. You want your, your goal here. Watching is to that get... game today on the stream, do you see how many bad tackles were in that yeah, game? Yeah, we're going to cut. Let's, let's, let's awesome. That's an awesome little segue there. I'm going to use this in the old fashioned way. Jay Rodius. Come to, come to that 1996 rebroadcast of, uh, of the original MLS game. And actually, I'm going to say... John Doyle's hair was magical. I want to say goodbye to the people on Periscope. Jared, you want to say goodbye to the people on Periscope? It's been a while. I'm just going to let them go, and people can watch this back later. Oh, Jared just blew a kiss to you. All right, guys. Thanks a lot for watching on Periscope. All right, so the, the 1996 um, San Jose Earthquake... Sorry, damn it. San Jose Clash, DC United game, obviously... <laughs> was quite the spectacle. And, and you just asked Pablo Maurer about his 96 creds. I have zero 96 creds. I'll, I'll own up to that. Uh, 1996, I was living, uh, I, I believe I started the year in Wichita, Kansas and ended the year in Montgomery, Alabama. Was it junior year for you or something like that? Uh, I believe that was my, uh, sophomore year of high school. My fresh, end of my freshman year, beginning of my sophomore year of high school. That was my first year of college. And, uh, I, I watched that game. I remember watching live Phil Shane call that game. I think it was with Ty Keo. Yeah, it was Ty Keo and Phil Shane. I, I watched some of the broadca- rebroadcast tonight, the live YouTube stream that MLSsoccer.com yeah, did. Yeah, as did I. And I remember the feeling of dread the entire time I watched that game. Because all I wanted was don't be scoreless. Yeah. Don't be scoreless. Because back then. I remember feeling that like a weight on me the entire time I watched that game. Please don't be scoreless. Please don't let us start this way. Please don't let everyone stop watching after this game. Because there is this feeling that there may not be another one. Right, exactly. Uh, you know, back in the, back in the early days, the, the thought was, and, and again, not, not being emotionally invested as a high school kid yet. I, I, I wasn't there to feel it viscerally, but I, but I bet, you know, I know soccer people and especially in California and, mm-hmm. and you were down in, uh, in the LA area waiting for the galaxy to debut. And we'll get yeah, to I, your, I went to that game the next day. We'll yeah. get to your experience here in a second. But that game in San Jose, it, 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 as you said, national broadcast, ESPN two, um, uh, the showcase, the first showcase of the new league, supposed to put soccer back on the map, and you just didn't want it to live up to all of that hate that people threw at soccer all the time. Yeah. There are no goals. It's so boring. Nothing happened. Yeah. But here's the thing. If you watch that game, and I know Bruce Arena is on the record very recently saying it was a crap game, it was a terrible game. They'd thrown mm. those teams together like three weeks or a month beforehand. You know, the, getting the players was sort of the last thing that MLS actually did in getting ready for the league. It still had moments, and Winaldo was actually pretty damn brilliant. I mean, yeah, beyond Winaldo, the goal, Winaldo was good. And who else was good? Marco Echeverry was excellent in that game. He had a, had a couple moments that he botched some chances, but yes, otherwise, yeah, but I, I mean, some fantastic through balls with the outside of his yeah. foot on a half volley, a lot of good stuff like that. But a lot of people don't know this. Like you were talking about the how the fast the teams were thrown together. A lot of these guys only played the first game of the season. Yeah, right. Like, a lot exactly. of teams made a lot of moves. Uh-huh. A lot of guys they thought were going to be panning out. Those teams had a lot of movement the first year. Basically, Bruce Bruce had Marco Echeverri. He had John Harks. He had a couple other names, but mostly But mostly, what he did was lean lean on his Virginia guys, and then oh yeah, he had Richie Williams in there. (laughs) It's so crazy. I mean, uh, uh, Jeff Causey and Goal was a Virginia guy. There was Virginia guys all over that field. Some of them obviously better than others. Some of them stuck around. Some of them didn't. Um, on the other side, uh, you know, we we know about uh, the the, 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 the clash John and, and Doyle. What, what John, John Doyle. I mean, just his mane of hair. 
it is so amazing to watch that man. How sweaty was his neck? Yeah, right. <laughs> no, you know what? What struck me not only the, the the lack of cohesion on the field, and 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 again, those teams thrown together, and some of those guys didn't last. That was a weird crowd. It was a great crowd. It was a. It was in 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 the modern context. Like like if you look at an MLS crowd now, that crowd was just. It was on fire. The entire crowd was on fire for ninety plus minutes, or whatever counting down because the clock counted down and stopping the clock and all of those things that mls did back in the day uh-huh. it was like this weird it was this incredibly um diverse crowd with i mean you saw a lot of mexican flags in the stands you saw people were genuinely excited jerseys uh, yeah right but but at the same time people were just thrilled that there was pro soccer and you I mean, every time the crowd, uh, the, the the camera would pan to the crowd, these people are just going, "Yeah, like I'm so happy to be here." The clash, yeah, you know, yeah. and um, it was it was just wait a, two years, still see if you still feel that way, right? Of course, but but in that moment, it was it was pretty it was pretty unique. And and what I the other thing that I noticed, Jared, is it they went a, and I did this maybe for a couple of years. Maybe you can tell me when it actually stopped. They went arena style with the with the music in the stadium. So oh, like arena rock, like dun, yes, dun, but dun, but like dun, by dun, dun. during play. So Eric Winalda breezes one by the post, inches by the post at one yeah. point that I'm watching the stream the tonight. Minute, and next thing you know, we get we will we will rock while while they're getting the ball together to 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 do the goal kick. Because <laughs> it was supposed to be half hockey, I think at, at that point. <laughs> I know. It was like we're not selling we're selling soccer, but we know Americans are. Different kinds of people, so maybe. But I remember know. the moment that, that that Eric Winalda scored that goal, and I think that's the only time to this day I celebrated a San Jose goal. Yeah, like I was extremely excited when that happened. I was like, "Yes, give me yes!" A, give I think me, the entire soccer America like d- exhaled in that moment. Give me, um, give me your experience. I mean, uh, April of two, uh, April of nineteen ninety six. You, yeah, went, I, you, I remember counting down to, to to this game, watching this one on TV, and at the time I didn't realize it, but looking back now and watching that feed today. It's very obvious that we didn't know what we were doing yet because there's no way you open up your first game nationally televised in Stanford Stadium. It no, is tougher no, to shoot Spartan than, Stadium. I'm uh, Spartan Stadium. I'm sorry, Spartan Stadium. Uh, it's it's tougher to shoot than than Scorsese doing a yeah. tracking shot how, in the kitchen. How narrow was that field? Oh my oh, god! It's extremely narrow, and the sight line is terrible for yeah. cameras because you have this wall mm-hmm. directly next to it, and we forget about that now because it's been a long time since they've played there. But if you watch this, the game shot. There's these weird angles from like a diagonal yeah. on the corner, yeah. just so you can see the players. Yeah. It's just it's it's weird to watch the infancy of it. But uh, my experience was the very next day going to the Rose Bowl and being there for that first game, the LA Galaxy. And if I remember correctly, I, I, I may be mistaken here, but I think Eduardo Hurtado or Kobe Jones scored in that game. And um, just and I had been there two years earlier in that same that same stadium for the World Cup game, USA Colombia. And that same energy was there. Not, I mean, I'm gonna say it was as heightened as that was, but there was definitely a feeling of like, yes, this is what we're waiting for. And I don't know. I think everyone knew L.A. was gonna do it. Mm-hmm. I think everyone knew L.A. was gonna be okay. It, it, come whatever was on the field, L.A. was gonna be okay because there was a a populace that wanted to watch this sport here. Mm-hmm. By the so way, I don't think we had the pressure on us that some markets did. I think it was a week later. I think uh, that game, the Galaxy game, happened a week later, April thirteenth, nineteen ninety six. Was San Jose the only game the first weekend? I believe that's probably. I think that's the case. Uh, okay, I'm sorry if I'm mistaken on that. No, but no, yeah, it doesn't. I mean, but I remember on. thinking that. I wasn't worried about L.A. I was thinking, why the hell is this, this actor on this on the field? I remember oh. thinking that. <laughs> Andrew Shue. 
Andrew Shue. Yeah. But there was there was some good talent on that in the, on that LA team, you know, and I, DC too. When you just look at it, Bruce Arena was stacked. Yeah, I mean, in terms of what was available, I mean, you we named them off: Jeff Agus, Richie Williams, John Harks, Raul Diaz Arce, Marco Echeverri, Eddie Pope. I think in that first year too. I mean, it's it. It's amazing. I mean, obviously Eddie Pope, he scored the winning goal in MLS in, Cup. In MLS yeah, Eddie Cup. Pope was yep. for sure there. Yep. I mean, Bruce Arena really benefited from being a college coach going into that first yeah, season. Yeah, elite college coach. Um, just some, some things here uh, from the oral history that the, the league put together. We had a very inexperienced league with a bunch of people who didn't have much, ex- much experience in soccer at a high level of professional sports. So it was very challenging in the early going. We didn't know what we were about, said Bruce. Uh, obviously, the old days of the NASL were always a shadow. The league was created in a more responsible business manner. It was all new. To be honest, we were just scrambling. Uh, there's some stuff from uh, from Agus, Galati, John Harks, Eric Quinalda in here as well. Uh, but for the Europhiles that just joined, started following MLS in the last five or six years, and you think about how passionate and and, and, and full of vitriol they are for the little changes that they want done to MLS... Mm-hmm. They have no idea what it was like watching. Oh my games god! Back then. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like their like, heads would explode, Jason. There's this 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 middle ground, right? Between between being appreciative of how far things have come. I mean, that go seriously. If you didn't check out any of that game today, it's on YouTube. Even in you know, it, it's def, it's archived there. Or any watch any game from the nineties. And yeah. see what MLS would look like back then, and then realize how lucky we are to have what we got, what we have now. But at the same time, we got to push the league, Jerry. We have to push MLS to get better. And I think that's why I tend to take my foot off the gas in terms of being passionate about wanting sweeping changes in MLS because I'm just of a different generation. And yeah. I'll hand in the air, I'll admit it. My expectations are probably way lower because they were so far. From being uh, uh, satisfied in 1996. Yeah. So um, I'm just happy that we're here. And I'm, granted, I'm not the guy that should probably push push the mantle for the next 20 years. This isn't. I'm not that guy because I'm unfortunately satisfied. Yeah. And I'll yeah. call it like I see it. Yeah. It's it's it's. It's it doesn't one, mean I'm right. That's look, just who I am. You know, being being happy to have what we have, I don't think is wrong. But there there definitely has to be a a recognition that the league's got a long way to go before. Anybody is is ultimately satisfied with what it could. I mean, okay, not not satisfied like oh, because I, I am too. I'm sort of like wow, we've got this thing. It's lasted twenty years. It's pretty damn amazing that it's even yeah. done this. And we're adding these teams, and everybody wants to get involved. And people are actually watching soccer on television, even if it's not MLS. They're watching. People are interested. You know, kids are all over the place, not just playing the game, but becoming connected to the professional game in ways they 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 couldn't before. I mean, you were already. On your way to college, when this league debuted, yeah, if it had, if it had debuted when you were ten, how different would your life be? I mean, it would be. Yeah, I mean, if you look at Dunny, who grew up a few miles away from me, a mile away from me, his house, you know, maybe like six or seven blocks away from me. I can't believe that he knew that he could be a professional doctor. <laughs> right, exactly, because I, I had other than Clay Coyman doing doing uh, clinics in my local local area. I knew he did soccer professionally, but I didn't know what that meant. Yeah. You know, it, it was just weird. I didn't think it was a path that I could have. Yeah. You know, I might have played differently. I might have taken it more seriously. What, one thing we know for sure is the world has gotten uh, uh, to be a much better looking place since the 1990s. Holy mother. F- oh, did you fly. see Kazi's goalkeeper outfit? Oh, my. Well, first of all, and I, it's I, like I, a poofy shirt. Like, you know, I know. I think about this all the time when I see guys that played in the 80s and 90s. Um, how on earth did you save anything 
with basically big their gloves are billowing shirts flying you're like a flying squirrel how does that like did your shirt block some shots it might have actually uh yeah man it's like it's like one of those like sky indoor skydiving suits yeah and by the way that that dc united look from that first game with the black tops and the red short that's a no no that no No, come on that's hideous hot Bad, here's bad, what, bad. Here's the worst part. Did you notice how big the font was on the back of the jerseys <laughs> of the players' names? Big, big. It's huge. Big. It's like you will know who these people but, are. But okay, but maybe, maybe this is a controversial opinion. Maybe, it, maybe it is. And I know. Look, we've dumped some pretty bad brands from the '96 uh, era. Uh, you know, and and the Galaxy have gotten better looking with their. With I know you like you have I a soft spot. School of Galaxy I know stuff. you do. I know you do. Uh, you're, you're one of those people, I, I, and I'm with you. I think there's a throwback element. Because I talked about throwbacks, we'll get to. I'm not saying they're all winners, but I dig the I dig those class shirts. I actually like those class shirts. I think that uh, I don't like the shorts. I, I think the co- okay, fine, maybe not the shorts, but the color scheme for the class. That's not a bad color scheme. That was they it like were, a light blue and white? Yeah, and like gold? a yellow in there. I mean, it was a lot. It was busy, okay, because everything in the '90s was freaking busy. I mean, and so I was saying, as far as 1996 jerseys go, DC United was the closest thing to acceptable. Yes, absolutely. They came out looking the best in the end. Um, speaking of the galaxy and throwbacks and, and, and whether or not they would ever do it, the, so, so sporting Kansas City, they're not doing a full throwback, but they're gonna, they're, go, close. they're going to wear, uh, warm up tops that look like the old wizards joints that are black, yeah. and they're going to wear their <laughs> alternate whites with, with the rainbows on the numbers, which I think is yeah. actually a pretty good look. I, I would be okay with a full throwback for the Wizards, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, if you're gonna do, if you're gonna acknowledge it and be tongue in cheek about it and be like, listen, we're just gonna own this. Yeah, right. We're gonna own the fact that we used to be this. I mean, and we're gonna do this for a one-off thing. Nobody says you have to wear the throwback Wiz shirt with hair curtains. Nobody says you have to like put these things together. Just just the shirt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. By the I way, mean, you, you, you you need to acknowledge the pain of Kerry Zavagnin and Sasha Victory <laughs> back in the day. Did you did you have them? Did you have hair curtains? I have what? Did you have the curtains? You have the hair? The, no, the, dude. I, I never no? grew my hair that long. Okay. I, I never tried to rock it. All right. I, I actually didn't either. Uh, my hair never, my hair never went. Mine poofs. Yeah. Mine poofs too. So, so actually what I ended up with is this really bad, like, like combed back. Th- anyway, I don't even want to get into it. It was a I disaster. I you rocking a Caesar cut. Uh, no, I never did that. I, I had so I had very short hair at various points in high school, but I was never sh- comfortable. I was Caesar cut. I never. Overalls. Did you? Ever, we talked about the look before. We talked about your your friend who like 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 fashioned you out, like like redid oh, your yeah. look that made you better in middle school. I yeah. never. I never had a look I was comfortable with. I was always like reaching and like i don't know is this cool do people wear this how should i wear my hair you're like seth green no, in uh, so airborne bad. oh you've never seen airborne huh no i've never seen airborne is that, the, is uh, that very a- similar seth green at airborne is very similar to seth green and can't hardly wait or he's just uh, trying way too hard right because he's the yo boy and, and can't hardly wait right yeah, yeah 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 all right so uh so 1996 was a long time ago is what we're trying to say jared and i were Almost adults at the time, not quite. I was nineteen. Yeah, we. I was. I was fifteen, sixteen years old. So uh, you know, it was. Uh, it was. It was a simpler time. I was when, making dumb choices with girls at UCLA. When when, when Love Line was much watched television. Remember that? I, I mean, I was honestly okay. So I'm as a Love Line listener in the '80s here in K Rock. Yeah, like it was something you would sneak as a kid. Yeah, because here locally it was just on K Rock here, and so back in the day before it was Ricky, it was Poor Man. And then there's Ricky Rackman for a little bit. Yeah, I remember Ricky Rackman being on there. I heard about Ricky Rackman being on there. And then Adam Carolla came on and they blew it up. But you used to listen to that at night in your bed while your parents were in bed. And like it was like something secret. Jason, 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 they're talking about (laughs) 
<laughs> once it went national on the radio and MTV was doing the the television show because I don't I don't know if I was able to sneak the television show very well but harder I, but the yeah but the radio I could do and it was always it was on HFS here anybody who who grew up in D, in D, talking about nineties H WHFS was like the alternative rock station in dc during that period they had a festival anyway so that was like my 90s experience was was hfs oh i mean i was the hip-hop kid too but it was that it was yeah anyway all right so and i you know mls coming into existence in 1996 obviously it's a a good thing that we're still here talking about it 20 years later uh did you want to turn to the league and talk about games. Did you want to touch on uh, a certain former U.S. women's national team legend who got herself in a bit of trouble? I, I, here's the thing. I, I, I don't mind talking about the Abby Wambach stuff, but I also don't want to look like a hypocrite and be disingenuous because we rarely talk about women's soccer. You know, okay, and I think it's enough. kind of unfair that when we do, we're going to talk about this. No, no. Look, well, first of all, the U.S. women beat Columbia seven nothing tonight. Six different yeah. players scored goals for them. They are on fire. They're the best team in the world. Mm-hmm. And, and here, I'm going to make this statement. And Dunn is looking like a very nice replacement for Abby Wong. I'm going to make this statement. In terms of major team sports worldwide, major team sports, the the sports that the world plays on a on a on a significant level, meaning not just a couple of countries and it's like nobody else plays it, like not not water polo, but like the big team sports in the world, the United States women's national team is the best in their particular area in their sport. They they're so far better than everybody else right now that the only team that can possibly touch them is the is the Golden State Warriors and the Warriors might get beat in the playoffs. You, the US Women's National Team ain't getting beat. I'm sorry. They're going to go win another uh, another gold cup if if the lawsuit stuff doesn't uh, doesn't derail everything. Yeah, and I mean gold medal. Sorry, gold medals what I meant to say. I I feel I feel I I don't know if we're going to talk about this and I feel for Abby Wambach. Okay. Okay. Um, I've had a drink and driven home before. You yeah. Know, I don't no, think I've been look, drunk look, and look, I've driven look. home before. Here's the thing. Uh, but for the grace of God, go I. Of course. Okay. And and it's been it's maybe been 15 years since I did something stupid enough where I might have gotten arrested. But it's, yeah. it's happened before. Now she's she's a grown woman. She knows better. She apologized, but apparently pleaded not guilty. So I don't know what's going on with that. Uh, no, that's just doing the right she, thing she admitted, for yourself. She admitted to some other stuff in her past, which, look, I'm not even going to get into that and pick that apart because I don't think experimentation in and of itself is a bad thing. I think we stigmatize some things in this country we shouldn't, so I'm just going to leave that there. I'm asking you a question. Is she getting a pass because she's a, a, a legend and maybe even a female? No, I don't think she's getting a pass. I think this is probably... Because if th- this was Eddie Johnson... Well, how would this mm, be? Yeah, but Eddie Johnson, Eddie Johnson made life harder on himself... But well, okay. Look, I think Eddie Johnson got a raw deal in a raw deal in in terms of the public perception of Eddie Johnson occasionally. But Eddie Johnson absolutely made things harder on himself with his. Okay, attitude. let's say it was Josie Altador. Uh, Josie Altador. I think man. a a black male athlete gets a different level of probably on the same story. Probably, yeah, you're probably right. It's probably unfair. Um. I, I don't know what to say. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope that never happens. Yeah, for any obviously. Of these guys. And listen, now, the other, I, I think the, Abby Wambach is, I, I think she treated it with the right level of seriousness. I like that she said she owned it. You know, she came out and said, hey, I messed up. Yeah. And I think that is consistent with her personality that you saw her play with as a captain of this team. Yeah. The other, the other thing that, that, that happened here is the, the response from Alejandro Bedoya and Josie Altador on Twitter. Now, 
Ali Ali went on Twitter and basically said uh, it's a foreign player's fault, right? Because Ali, because because Abby Wambach had been on Bill Simmons' podcast a while back saying, you know, I don't like all these foreigners on our team. That the way she didn't exactly say it that way, but it wasn't a good look for her on the xenophobic tip. Okay, then Josie follows up responding to Alejandro Bedoya by saying. Uh, she should have gotten that team bus, right? Which is basically that's just a, funny. That's a shot at Hope Solo and Jeremy. But Stevens. that's just funny, Jason. I, I look. I don't think it's appropriate in that moment, but I I can't help. It. I did. I laughed. It's a little funny. It's a, it's it's actually pretty damn funny in the end. But now, I don't think professionally should yeah. they say in those no, things? No, 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 no. But I mean, and I I listen. I don't agree with this. It just because the men's women team and the women's team, they have to be all rah rah for each other. Right. They don't have to be. Well, th- but that's the thing though. They, they don't have to be, but if they don't, then it's a bad look. It, it, it looks True. bad. You're not, if, if you had Alex Morgan coming out saying, oh, I don't like the men's team. They're, they're selfish. They don't play well. They play ugly soccer. I don't like so and so, whatever. Or taking shots. I mean, but it would be factually correct. Probably, yeah, but that's not the point. I mean, it's, it's sort of like, and I know it's different because there are different teams and they are segregated by their sex, and, and that's, mm-hmm. that's, that's just a, a function of, of how soccer operates. But if you, if, if somebody at the, at the Chicago office got busted for, for something, for a DUI or whatever, and you went on Twitter and you took a shot at him and your company found out, they wouldn't be too happy, would they? No, and listen, Minnie Cooper absolutely right to pull their their sponsorship with her. Yeah, I mean, yeah. she has to know that if you're going to be sponsored by an automotive deal, uh, automotive manufacturer, you can't have this. Yeah, I'm sure. I'm sure she understands the repercussions there. I mean, you know, and and and, and it's look. First of all, it's easy. It's easy for people to throw out car service, Uber stuff, but they absolutely do that. I mean, I, I here's the thing. And again, I don't. I'm I'm not throwing stones. She she screwed up. She shouldn't have done this. She put people's lives in jeopardy if she was drunk enough to get pulled over and cited for DUI and taken and, and cuffed and everything else. Um, but I'm, I mean, and I know, I know this is, sounds very PSA, Jerry, but I'm in a portion of my life where going out has become a thing again. I didn't do that for a very long time. And every single time that decision is made, there is a, a discussion about how much are we going to drink? Are you going to drink? I'm going to drink. Let's take mm-hmm. an Uber or let's drive there. And guess what? If we have more than two or three, we're taking an Uber back and we'll get the car tomorrow. Like you have to do this stuff now. It's, it's, yeah. it's, it's life ruining stuff if you get busted. Yeah, and listen, no tolerance, you know, yep. and uh, uh, I I wish her the best. I hope she rebounds well. At least it's after her playing career, so she doesn't have to worry about that part of it. Um, but it's definitely taking a hit to one of the shining, I would say at least, uh, I would say one of the shining, star, st- shining stars of women's soccer, not only over her career, but definitely over the last two Wait, years. Wait, what was that other one? Shining Chining Chars? What? Shining Char. Okay, I don't know what that is. Uh, all right, so last night, I got our, we got our wires crossed. You had said 11 p.m. I thought that was last night. It's last night. So I put last night on Twitter. Send us your questions. I did it again tonight. We got a bunch of stuff. I figure we do this sort of rapid fire to close out the show. You ready for this? Go for it. All right, let me, uh, let me just pull up some of the things that were thrown at us, uh, Last night. By the um, way, one of the things you have here is that Ziggy says hype too too much for Jordan War- Jordan Morris. <laughs> Do you think that's that's okay? Do you think it's Ziggy whining? Well, and, and here here's a point. Seattle Sounders and their marketing team and and the the people that are responsible for selling the Seattle Sounders have certainly put a lot on Jordan Morris. They basically equated him to Lionel Messi. I mean, let's just be. If he didn't want that, go to Werder Bremen. Well, okay. 
It's, he, he knew what he was signing up no, for. No, 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 no. Maybe he did, but you can't you can't put the way the marketing team uses his image on him. Is it any different than how the league marketed Landon Donovan when he came back from Bayer Leverkusen? No. Okay, so it's some guys are up for it, some guys aren't. It's his job to rise above that stuff. I don't want to make it sound like it's easy. I'm sure it's not, but you signed up for this. I got no, I got no pity for you. Okay, all right, all right. Let me see. Uh, let me... If Ziggy really believes that too, he doesn't have to start him. No, no, and, and that's the thing. I think, uh, I think Ziggy has to do a better job of handling Jordan Morris and and leave the media. The media is going to do what the media is going to do. Okay, well, Ziggy it's... should have been the coach of him this year anyway. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Well, that's a different question, and, and I'm not necessarily going to agree with you. Um, on that, okay, let me just see what I got here. I'm going to go back to try to find the yesterday question. That's how many mentions Jason Davis has. No, no, these are best soccer. So these are best soccer them. show uh, mentions. Okay, let's see. Um, let, da, 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 da. Are we going to talk about Kaká's return? Certainly, we should talk about Kaká's return. That great, man, great return, a goal and two assists in the first game uh, back. What a difference well, that guy is! Uh, your name is Kaká, but you played like the opposite of that because that was a really, really great performance. I mean, um, just coming on the field first game of the season, a difference maker. Yeah, and and that's it, a DP. I love. It, it's he is such an infectious personality. Now I may not agree with some of the stuff. Well, not agree. I may not fall in line with his his religious viewpoint on the world. And we talked about this. I, I'm not really making an issue of it. I just think it's funny that the guy is as adamant about those things I'd as take he it is. A second over Steven Gerrard. Yeah. Well, there you go. Uh, he. But that and I don't think it's a function necessarily of his faith but he is such a fun loving personality i think he just didn't he go through a divorce when he got here and now he and he's still that guy he's still like of course uh, he's that guy because he's getting tail all over the place right now (laughs) i don't know if that's necessarily the case i mean maybe they have to be a member of the church by that i mean the mascot oh the 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 lion by the way have you seen that mascot not bad you okay it what is the look that they're going for like 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 mad max or something of oz lion no, it's not. There's no way. It's like got like purple paint on its face. Like they're trying to make it oh, a warrior. Oh, that version. I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. I know what you're talking about. Yeah. What do you make of that? Is that a good look? Is eh, that a? Is any mascot really a good look? Have you seen Q? It's it's like Ultimate Warrior Lion. Yeah, that's <laughs> actually making it sound kind of cool now. <laughs> okay, now you're all into that. <laughs> um, all right. Let's see. Um, uh, is there? I a, saw one of the questions was calling us out for not talking about Yohan Cruyff. Well, that's Robert in L.A. I don't really just discount Robert's opinions. Like, like we could talk well, about I, I, here. Here's here's my only thing I knew about Johan Cruyff growing up. I learned a move that was named after him before okay. I even knew who he was. Yeah, and here's the, and I think that Jared Robert's like like 15. Okay, I mean a little bit maybe a little bit older than that, but he's like 15 years old. Robert does not know a world where soccer is not at least on your television every weekend. Okay, Jared and I grew up in. A, in a world we grew up in a world where seriously seriously like you know clay coin you knew clay coinman because he was from um your your hood okay two blocks from yeah so so but beyond that look i was i would it was amazing that we knew who pele was like we there was nothing i saw the movie hot shots there was was. no information i mean people talk about pbs and and the bundesliga show i can't remember what it was called but whatever that show was that like that's the depth that you had to dive you had to find i couldn't just google cruyff and get learn all about the guy and see every highlight he ever did no but i think it speaks volumes 
that I learned a move called a Cruyff turn yeah. in soccer growing up, yep. and I didn't even know it was named after someone. Yeah, look, I mean, and we all had, I mean, your your only connection to the outside soccer, like, look, you grew up in L.A., so it's a little bit different. My, I, I was, at the time that I began to play and actually care about soccer, and of course I, I lost the thread eventually, I was living in, in Bossier City, Shreveport, Louisiana. This Hotbed. Is, this is not a place, I mean, we were a couple hours from Dallas, but this is not a place where... The soccer world in infiltrates. We didn't know a damn thing about the outside soccer world. Isn't that, that sport where you kicked that ball? Yeah. So, so to even have any concept of who Johan Cruyff was back then was impossible. So I didn't learn about Cruyff until y'all, later. Y'all wear them short shorts, don't yeah, you? There you go. Uh, let's see. Any rabble TV in our future? Not right now, but we shall see. Who knows? Uh, anything is possible. Chances of an underdog winning the Champions League. That's, uh, that's more of a general soccer question today. That's more of a Jason Davis question. I can't even uh, tell you who's still okay. in it. Wolfsburg beat Real Madrid 2-0 in Germany today in the first leg of their quarterfinals. So that's a, quite a result. Yeah, but didn't Real Madrid probably spend a lot of uh, effort this weekend against Barca to get that win? Well, okay, sure, but uh, you, you never know. I mean, it's still a, bi- it's still a big result. I don't want to discredit Wolfsburg. Still but, a big vo- result for Wolfsburg. Barcelona won, won 2-1 against Atletico Madrid. That game was in Barcelona, so Atleti's got a chance with an away goal. Uh, you got you to go a couple of things. I don't think... I don't think underdog is the right word. Uh, Man City. Well, it's the year of the underdog, though. Man City PSG two two, which uh, big for Man City to get two away goals in 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 Paris. Uh, and yeah, Zot- you can't Zot- spend that much money though and be considered an underdog. All right, so we've got uh, Harry M. Stash, who is Levesque Stash. He asked about the cracking down on fans celebrating outside the MLS grounds. We already talked about that with Pablo, who called in earlier. Uh, our Connor Rivera, guys, I can't decide if I should make Plata or Jovinko my captain in an MLS fan- fantasy. Help a brother out. Um, it's all about matchup, right? I, I w- yeah, I would say matchup, but I think Jovinko is the guy you can count on every game, and I think he has better okay. pieces around him. Don't get me wrong, Real Salt Lake's playing very well, let but me, I don't know if they can keep it up. Let me give you the, the matchups, and you tell me if it changes your mind. Real okay. Salt Lake plays Colorado in Utah. That's a uh-huh. rivalry match, the Rocky Mountain, whatever that thing is called. So that's going to be a, a physical match. I'm not sure that's the best one for Plata to go and run out and score two goals. New, yeah. Eng- New England hosting Toronto. I'm thinking Toronto. New England's okay. been in shambles. Okay. I think that Colorado is much better than people were giving them credit for. I think Colorado's a team on the up. Okay, so, so uh, I, would, I would take Jovinko. Captain, Captain uh, Sebastian Jovinko. Um, what player position are the Sounders missing, Jared? Uh, they're missing Ooh, a. They're missing a coach. Cr- uh, okay, well, hold on one second. Let me let me just go uh, go and drop this. Is there a more appropriate uh, sound effect for <laughs> for that one? I mean, you got, uh, the, you got the the theme song to Fat Albert. <laughs> No, 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 no. That's just, that's just. Damn, that's, dog. No. Ropes. No. Okay, the real position they're missing is creative midfielder. Okay. Well, I losing th- Marco Papa hurts. Well, I um, mean, they, they, they've got, they, they've dropped Deuce back into the midfield to try to get him on I think the ball. That, well, it helps in some regards. It's hurting the team, too, because yeah. Jordan Morris isn't strong enough to pull the weight up front. Mm-hmm. I mean, they do have Valdez, who's doing, I think, a fantastic job doing yeoman's work. He's a really good piece that that's gonna, should work for them, but. You need Deuce up there to combine with him because Jordan Morris isn't doing it. Are there any more yeoman in the? Are you? A, do you know what a yeoman is? Actually, isn't it a sailor term? I think it's like a like like journeyman and yeoman are like like ranks in, in a craft. I thought it was a hip hop phrase. Uh, <laughs> that's that is a terrible joke. Like you should be banned Yo, from man. this from this show for that that joke. I really I really can't even. Uh, okay. Anyway, uh, JB, JB asked, would you rather fight 100 duck sized Dom Dwyers or one Dom sized duck? 
that's just stupid. <laughs> You're like, oh, oh, that's cold, man. That's like, uh, that's I don't like, want to fight Don Dwyer. If anything, I want to kiss him. That guy's a beautiful uh, man. He, he is. He is a very pretty individual, is he not? Uh, he, how much time does he spend on his eyebrows? But he, I don't think he's my type. This is. I'm really? just no. Too clean I, cut for you. you. Like the scruff? No, it's not. It's not about clean cut. It's not about scruff. I just. I, I don't know. Like, let's, I, let's play this like up, your, he, up your alley. He's a very. He's a very consciously fashionable individual. Like oh, I just, so where he's gonna, he's I feel gonna like he's a, little, you. he's a little high maintenance. Don't you think Dom Dwyer's a little high maintenance? Maybe he, he's he's kind of uh, he's kind of yeah yeah. Like like so. don't you think you need to call Dom Dwyer a couple times a day? Don't you think? Don't you think Sid is like picking he's up the kind, phone? He's, he's definitely Drakeish. Like baby, what you doing? And she's got to respond. Otherwise, Dom Dwyer gets a little snippy. Don't you think that that's the case? Yeah. Okay. So who's up your alley? What's what's <laughs> your your, your time? I don't I don't know. Uh, I don't know. I might be a. Uh, I don't know. Uh, I might. I might it's be a, definitely someone in L.A. I, LA's got the no, no, no. I, I might be a Damian uh, Paranel kind of guy. I don't oh, know. Oh, that's a nice one. He's not even in the league though. Yeah, he's hurt right now. He's, that's what it is. Oh, okay. Yeah, he's I thought he left. All right. Uh, let's see. Mitch. Mitch is going to go off off the beaten track here. You ready for this one? Should yeah. Should weed be legal to get this country off the path of destructive alcohol related deaths, driving or otherwise? I don't understand the question. Okay, well, I basically asked for any question whatsoever. We're, we're dispensing advice. This is the Love Line version of, soccer, of a soccer show. Should should we be legal to help cut back on the alcohol-related problems in this country is what he's saying, essentially. Should we be legal? Yeah. Like legally obligated? No, no, no. Like, could, should we make weed legal to smoke so that less oh, people... Oh, weed. I think yes. he said we as in W-E. No, no, no. That's weed. Weed. Oh man, make all that stuff. Listen, <laughs> as a guy who's never smoked weed in his life, never done it. By the way, that is very difficult to believe. I know. Very. I get told that all the time. If, we, if you, as a guy who's never touched it, I got no issue. If you put, if you put the two of us in uh-huh. f- pictures of the two of us in front of people, picture. Why is it picture? Okay, maybe not. Well, What's I think up? I think picture will probably be part of it. Picture uh, certainly hometown. Okay, or 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 so, my. I don't really have a hometown, but somehow if if you put like. You know, Ontario, it's California, I a lot. and Fairfax, Virginia, and pictures of, and you said which one of these individuals has smoked weed the guy in their in life? Flip flops and board shorts. They would pick or the you. Guy in a leather jacket. Every single time they would pick you, and then yeah, they would be wrong because it my was brother me. always told me I'd be the best pothead. I've never done it. <laughs> but as saying that, I got no issue. I I have dated a girl who was better, and she did her homework better when she was high. I, I got no problem. Oh, oh yeah, listen, for the children out Sometimes there, don't do it. No, no, don't. No, well, don't. You yeah. just, I, listen, look. I never did it because I knew who I was as a person. Very sure. early in life. I, I'm, I'm with you, dude. Like, I, I tried some things because of peer pressure, but I, but I ultimately decided it wasn't for me. Okay, like dressing up like I, women. I, stuff I'm like drug free and very happy to be, to be drug free. I never dressed up like a woman. I, I, do you think I would? Like, hey, come on, you've never been a man unless you tried your girl's draws on. Have I done that? I'm trying to think if I've done that. Okay. No. By the way, oh, here, here's a here's a question for you. You want to pull back? This would be this would be uh, an uh, a, a best soccer show extra or a bonus show if we, if we had the time. We don't have the time. Do you or do you not discuss bathroom habits with your wife? I discuss. She is not allowed. You don't like her talking about those things. No. First of all, she doesn't, which I appreciate. Okay. Second of all, I've told her many times, as far as I'm concerned, she converts every bit of food that goes into her body into so, pure So fuel. you do not acknowledge the existence no of, a, of a bowel movement from... Okay. I, I actually think that that... While I acknowledge every one of mine. Okay. That's actually two-way street with me, and I'm cool with it. Really? Yeah. No, and it, and it's weird. No, because... Fantasy. No, no. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. I used to be like you. I, I, in my, in my previous life, and you know what that means, 
I was you. I was like, shut up. Do not talk about that. Do not tell me what happened in there. I want to, I want nothing to do with what you're talking mm. about. Oh, oh, but I got to go right now and drop a big one. Like I got to do, like I was, I was you. Okay. The, the, the new significant other, the, the, the 2.0, the improved version, good. the, the by factors of a thousand better person for me talks about it. Not all the time, but talks about it. And in, in a very like, have you gone? It's important that you go. I'm, I'm concerned about you. I'm going to go now. <laughs> I hear like a Jewish mother. I, I'm going to go now. And, 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 and how was it? Is it okay? Mine's okay. But eh, it's really kind of rough today. No, my you know wife is only I'm good. twice in 10 years. That is, so, that is, that is so unhealthy, man. Not just oh, for her. No, that's very healthy no, for our relationship. That is completely. Duh and or hello. Completely unhealthy. Okay. Uh, let's see here. All of the music used in the first MLS game needs to be new drops. I don't remember what music they used, but definitely, uh, uh, there you go. Y'all ready for this? Um, and I talked about the fashion. All right, here we go. Vamos United. Who will I see first at RFK? Band supporter or Lucho Acosta? Uh, the, the new, the new signing that, that apparently mm-hmm. only plays the Band Champions supporter. League. I don't, there's no way you can enforce that. No, it, it, no, he's gonna, he's, he's gonna be banned from RFK. I don't think they could enforce it other places. No, no, no. There's no way. If he shows up with a ticket and he bought online, it ain't like there's some dude getting paid minimum wage at that gate taking tickets that's putting a picture next to the face of every person that comes I in there. I think they would. I think they would. Homie, you I, go to a game okay. and then take a picture there of okay. yourself, a selfie, and send okay. it out and show us all you're well, there. Well, it is RFK Stadium, and I feel like the, the environment makes everybody lazy. Who cares? It's RFK. Well, you're right. It's, it's RFK apart. Stadium. So all yeah. they have to do is identify like 10 um, people. But. The, there is. Uh, the, so what is it about DC United, though, that they continually go down to South America, find this, these players, sign them up, and then bring them up here and they're they fall flat because on their face. They fell in love with how well they did with some guys in 96, 97. They did so well back then. Trying to recapture that, they just that have magic. This allure to them. Yeah, trying to recapture that magic. It's the right. same reason that, that Galaxy He's signed Pando Ramirez. Because yeah. Guatemalans had hooked us up. <laughs> and funny. then they did us wrong. All right. Uh, Brian wants to know if we'll mention FC Cincinnati on our show if they draw 10,000 fans on Saturday. So they haven't done that yet, but we're mentioning them anyway because I'm reading your tweet. Uh, it's supposed to be 33 degrees at game time. I think they've sold a ton of tickets in Cincinnati. John Harks is the manager of that team. I, I wish them the best in Cincinnati, Jared. I don't know much about that town. Never been there myself. Yeah, no, I know nothing about it other than our boy Nick uh, is uh, a fan of them. Okay. But, uh, uh, yes. Listen, I'm I'm down to pay somewhat lukewarm lukewarm attention to them. Yeah. Uh, let's see. A couple of co- a comment. D says, "How did how the how did Winalda and company play in those baggy heavy jerseys?" Again, no no idea. Very strange. I, I was playing in them back in the day too, man. It, it, it was it was hot. Yeah, it was um, definitely hot. Thomas, but it was made up for by the fact how short your shorts were. So like it mm, offset. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. You remember that piece I did on Umbros for yeah. uh, for I can't remember complex. I think yeah, uh, Umbro. I yeah, was thinking about that today. Man. Sometimes the mouse would come out the house. Oh man, they, yeah. You ha- you did not want to like you know how they talk a lot. There's a lot of talk these days about people with the spread on public transportation, like guys sitting yeah. down and you could if you were wearing and and trust me, plenty of people rocked Umbros out in public life, regular yeah. casual civilian outfits. If you if you decided to do the spread, you were risking some exposure. You could go to jail. Oh, very sure. quickly. All right. Um, let's see. Thomas wants to know what we make of the 42-acre, 40 to $45 million planned training facility slash academy for RSL. I don't know if you've seen any of this, 
But I've not. Is he going to be in, in Arizona or Utah? No, no. In Utah, probably like 30 minutes from the stadium, basically. I'd be extremely surprised because they they operate on such a budget in terms of their talent that, listen, but may, listen, may they think of it as an investment so they don't have to buy talent down the road. Right. I, I think that they, I, I don't know. I don't know what to make of their new owner. If there's any team's going to do it and be good at it, I believe in RSL. Yeah, I mean, I hope they, I hope they do it. I hope it sets a standard. I mean, look, TFC built themselves a a fantastic, uh, fantastic training ground, and I think it's, it, it's part of the reason they were able to sign up the people that they did. I mean, it's a selling point when you bring in players and you say, "Look at what we've got here." This is because think about where you go to work day to day, Jared. Like, mm-hmm. you, that's it's not you know, you occasionally you go to Chicago, right? You go to corporate, yeah. you do your thing out there. That's like your game day. That's like going to the stadium and and having a big show, right? But your yeah. d- your day to day, your 9 to 5, you're grinded out. I don't dress the same way. Happens in a different place and and you yeah. need to be comfortable in that place. You need to be you need to feel good in that place. You need the right vending machines. You need your computer to let you log in I the need first to make sure time. that vending machine has cold Mountain Dew at all times. Uh, Mountain Dew is going to kill you, dude. It's going to kill dude. you. I I cannot I believe that your wife has not really come down hard on this. I think she has an insurance policy against me. Okay, well let's we'll watch out for that. Please do I'm not take care of my family Ma- one Meg, at a time. Meg, do not kill Jared, please. We need him around. All right, um, who is the Donald Trump of U.S. soccer? <laughs> is a good one. Is that is that a question about bad hair or bad value? Take it however you want, because it actually goes on to ask who is the Clinton, Sanders, and Cruz. So who are the fo- the remaining candidates in the in the presidential race from both sides? Can we identify individuals in the, in U.S. soccer who fit all four of those slots? Okay, we're running out of time. Um, but this is good stuff. All right. So in terms of Donald Trump, I think it's kind of Eric Winalda. I think it is kind of Eric Winalda. Don't tell him I stole that. I said that. Psh. <laughs> uh, I, this, just because he's outspoken sure yeah no the the, the similarities are that eric Ronaldo says what's on his mind it's not that he agrees with trump we're not saying he, that you don't give it he don't give a shit no doesn't care at all if i can believe you out dude uh well, you've said worse <laughs> i think that's i think that's but a I good think one. that's a perfect phrase for eric Ronaldo, though yeah who is the who is the clinton oh man Oh, it's got to be an executive. I, yeah, somewhere. I think it's probably wow. It might um, be Don Garber. It it might be Garber, but I might because uh, he's paid for by yeah big big yeah. folks. Yeah, yeah, and he's more of a figurehead. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think if there's anybody. It maybe it's um, may, I don't know. Maybe it's maybe it's an executive I can't name right off the top of my head who's at a at an expansion club somewhere. Maybe it's somebody like that. I I don't know, but that 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 one fits. Let's let's just go with that. Uh, Bernie Sanders. I'm going to say Paul Gardner. Paul Gardner's Bernie Sanders. I'm, oh, yeah. Well, yeah. But I'm going to give you a different one. Okay. And I'm not sure. I can't remember if he ever played for MLS. I know he signed with Chivas USA for at one point. Uh-huh. John O'Brien. John O'Brien is the Bernie Sanders? He's yeah, the, he's the earthy, he's, crunchy. The, the hope of the people. Okay, hope I see. Hope of the people. Yeah. 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 I mean, right. I, I definitely see John O'Brien being that kind of thing. Like, you know he's going to bust some, like, random Nietzsche quote on you or something like that. Right. There's going to yeah. be like, oh, yeah. a bird would land on his shin guard and, like, he would, like <laughs> everyone would love him. Yeah. Uh, all right. And the Ted Cruz. Man, I don't know about the Ted Cruz. Oh, man. Cruz. Who's a big, fat mouth? I don't know. if they're... Who has who the... How about this? Who has the most punchable face in MLS? Because that's what I think of when I think oh, of Ted Cruz. Okay, okay. That's a good question. Wow. Right. Yeah, right? Was, at one point in time, it... Oh, man. I'm trying... Man, I'm trying to okay, think. Okay, there's been times where it's been Carlos Ruiz. Oh, absolutely. 100%. But he's there's not in the league, though. times for me that it's been Connor Casey. Okay. Okay, I can see that one. I would actually say it may actually be what was the what was the other Bash brother? 
um, it was, um, yeah, I know what you're talking about. The the hair. What's his name? Why? He's injured, right? Alan Gordon Gordon and... Yeah, Alan Gordon and... um, Oh, that's such a statement for where he's at right now. Steven Lenhart. Steven Lenhart. Stephen Lenhart. Yeah. He could be because Stephen he's just Lenhart. like a yeah. little instigator. You here here's under here here's maybe uh a sneaky one. Mm. Bobby Boswell? Bobby Boswell, maybe he got a little bit of that. Okay. He got a little bit of that. Alright. I don't I don't mind Bobby, but I think Bobby makes himself punchable, <laughs> if you know what I'm saying, sometimes. Sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think I think those are decent shouts right there. All right, let me let me run through these very quickly. Uh, let's see, Messi's name in the Panama Papers. I've talked a little bit about that. I'm not sure what that means yet, Jared. Yeah, um, it's, it's a hard thing to say because not everything that goes through offshores are technically illegal. Yeah. So, what haircut should I get? Michael asks that question. Well, it Just, depends how hard, how long what, his hair is to start. Y- y- right, and you we've already mentioned one. You could get the Caesar. Go for is, go is he Caesar. is he single? Is he married? That's a good What's his lifestyle? That's a good question. Here's okay. My hair's like a transformer. Look, Every I, few weeks it changes. Like as it grows, I change from one thing into another. Yeah. See, I just got mine cut like two weeks ago or a week and a half ago, and I felt yeah, like I felt like it was too short. I was upset. I, left, I told my barber leave it long. I don't touch the top this time. I, I, I want to see what happens when I leave the top a little. Yeah. Bit. There was a little too much taken off. I was a little. I was a little upset, and then I realized, hell, it's gonna grow. It, it's still gonna grow. And, and and you know, luckily, while while I do have. A little bit of the Landon Donovan five head. You've got a, you've got some significant forehead real estate there. Mine's been that way for a long I know, time. No, 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 no. I'm not I, losing that, any no, more. No, no, this is way since I was like 22. Okay, this is what I'm saying. Both of us are just that's genetically we just already already had that. Yeah. Neither one of us are going to lose our hair. I'm pretty convinced of that. I don't. Yeah, think, I, I don't think so. I don't think we're losing our hair. So, so our advice, my my advice is. Let your hair grow until you literally can't make it look halfway decent because then you comb it over. It doesn't really matter that much. It doesn't. It, 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 listen, it doesn't it matter. It does a little bit. I'm, 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 okay. But you're not I a like single dude. You're not a single dude, okay? It doesn't matter that much. Let me just, let okay, me just listen, say. Listen, if you have a good face, you can rock that like, it's, shaved it's, head look. It's about the face, but yes, right. Okay, I see what you're saying. It's about the face, but, but let me just say. It's more important than what your hair looks like is what comes out of your mouth. Okay. Just, no, what, what's really important is what's what's the guy's name? Michael. Michael. Mike, P- Michael here's, Pippen. Here's, here's what's really important: the question you really we really need to ask. How well endowed are you? <laughs> That's what really matters. No, no. How? I think it's more like how how well endowed do you act? It's it's about the size <laughs> of your staff, not how good your spells are. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny that's pretty good um i got a couple other here but the but, but we're pretty deep in right now i think we actually gave you guys some bonus show so i'm going to wrap this edition of the best soccer show up again reminder make sure you go to mountainbow.com and get yourself some jeans put in the so- the code soccer for a 20 percent discount uh hooks your boys up on uh lets people know that they're actually that this show has power i, I kind of feel like and, and we addressed huh. my situation last week so i'm not going to go into that but i kind of feel like we need to do like an accounting i know it sounds really boring but in counting of of like what the best soccer show army or 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 what do we what would we call these are the besties besties what, how many besties are actually out there like can we is there a way to do that like every single bestie that listens to this show needs to send us a message some way somehow right I don't know. I don't know. If, like rest in peace, our mentions. I don't know. <laughs> well, you, they could do. Or a, it could be very sad. They could mentions. do that on Twitter. They could just send us. 
I don't know. They could send us something. I tell you, they can still go leave a rating or review. That they could absolutely. You know what? Screw everything else I just said. Go leave a rating and review. We on haven't iTunes. pushed that in like a two years. I no, think. no, not at all. Uh, and we got pretty good for a while. But yeah, all right. So that's going to do it for a, a best soccer show this week. We didn't review every MLS game, but 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 you know how we do. There's barely any goals. You, you know how we. That's right. You know how we do. That, that, that's what. That's what it was. And there were like two games with no goals or something. Two goals. Your yeah, boys my did team not. Was one of them. Good God, what is going on? Anyway, for Jared Dubois, Jason Davis, check you guys uh, next week. Thanks a lot for listening. Thanks to Pablo Mauer, by the way, for an excellent contribution to the show. Follow us on uh, Twitter at Best Soccer Show and. Um, any other message for the people? My, my man Pablo at MLSist. Yeah. All right. There you go. See ya. Playing hot dogs and donuts with two fangirls in the locker room. I don't know why that played, but let's uh, let's move on. We'll fix it in post. of the time it works every time skin that smoke wagon and see what happens someone seems to think you have talent but unfortunately this is los angeles i need more than talent i need stars and or hello